my worst enemy The flesh that's covering me Brings me down to my knees Welcome to Sermons in the Park a ministry exploring biblical truth from the Word of God, focusing on the truths that help us in our daily walk with Christ in every aspect of our lives. Now, here is your Reverend, Jamie McCaskill. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park podcast exclusive episode. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. Now, I'm sure you've seen the title of today's episode, right? So today we're going to be talking about the Quran. Um, the, the <clears throat> holy book of Islam. <laughs> and I'm sure that if you're like me, you would think to yourself, you know, any holy book, if it's going to make its own claims, it, it should distance itself from other holy books that came before it. But when we look at the Quran, we don't see that, Right. Because the Quran tries to say that it's on the same footing, on equal footing, if you will, with the Bible, right? But not only that, the Quran does something very strange. It does something that most people, that includes Christians who have studied the Quran, or even um, Muslims will do. It claims that it validates the Bible, and because it does that, what it does is, uh, because it's, you know, it's trying to say, well, the Bible's true, it turns around and it invalidates itself. Let's, let's, first look at, let's first look at something. Let's look at what the Quran says about the Bible. Because in the Quran, in chapter 3, verse 3, we read this. He, that's speaking of God there, sent down to you the book with the truth, confirming what came before it. And he sent down the Torah and the gospel. Now think about what that says right there. Because the Quran is saying that the Bible, it says there the Torah and the gospel, so that's the Bible, are the revelation of God and that they're inspired by God. So that means that the Quran is saying that the Bible is, in fact, the inspired word of God. And since a Muslim will claim that the Quran is the word of God, then this passage, then what this passage is saying here cannot be overlooked. It ha- it's very important. Because if the Torah and the gospel, the Bible, were sent by God, then the Bible cannot be an error in any way. But you see, that makes them very uncomfortable. It makes the, the Quran itself uncomfortable. Because there's a concept in Islam that they like to call abrogation. Now, abrogation is a teaching that says that a new revelation can come along that will then replace an older one and will set, and it'll have a new precedence. But when it comes to the revelation from God, you have to be careful when you're speaking about that because the Bible also has new revelations as well. But when you, what you'll find is that when the Bible says something about a new revelation, 
It's not overturning it, right? In the Bible, when you when we get a new revelation, it, it clarifies an older one. It enriches it, okay? All you have to do is look at Jesus, for example, here, because what Jesus says about himself is that um, he didn't come to abolish the law. He came to, to fulfill it. And the Quran says that God's word cannot be altered. It's right there in the Quran. Chapter 6, verse 115, it says, The word of your Lord has been completed. In truth and justice, there is no changing his words. But that brings us right back to the point of today's episode, doesn't it? Because that makes it even worse for the Quran to be, for them to claim that the Quran, you know, you know, Let's just put it this way. It makes it worse for the Quran to say, you know, for the Quran to also validate the Bible. Because if the Quran itself says, no one can alter the words of God, that is what we, that would include also what we saw in the Quran, verse three, chapter three, verse three. Because that means that there can be no new revelation. And that that new revelation cannot override what God has already said. That means the Torah and the gospel are valid because the Quran, in simple words, says that they were written by God. That the Bible was written by God. And that the since they are the, the word of God, they cannot be unchanged. What is the central message of the Bible? Well, not of the Bible, but the gospel. What's the central message of the gospel? Jesus is God incarnate. Jesus came and died for the sins of mankind. Jesus rose from the dead, and he claimed to be the divine son of God. That's what the gospel says. That is the central message of the gospel. So, when the Quran validates what the Bible says, it has to validate the central message of the Bible. But the Quran rejects the central claims of Christianity. It denies the central claims of Christianity while at the same time claiming that it accepts and upholds the Torah and the gospel. The very books that make those claims. So, let us consider some alternatives here concerning the Quran and the Bible. Let's see. Uh, the Quran says that the Bible is the true and inspired word of God. Right? That's what we just read. But the Bible says a lot of things that also contradict the very claims of the Quran. So, that gives us some options here, doesn't it? Because the first option would be that the Bible is false, if the Bible is false, then, but but at the same time, so let's say the Bible's false. The Quran says the Bible is true. Well, that would mean the, the Quran's false, right? Secondly, if the Bible is true, then we do not need the Quran. Either that or the Quran is wrong because it's in disagreement with everything that the Bible says. The very central message. Number three, 
let's say the Quran is true. Let's just throw that out there. The Quran's true. Then the Bible is true. But again, if the Bible is true, then the Quran has to be false. Because like I said, the Quran is in direct disagreement with the central message of the Bible. Lastly, if the Quran is false, well, that doesn't affect the Bible at all. The Bible can be true or false. Because the legitimacy of the Bible then has to be tested against its own claims. You couldn't use the Quran for that. Did you notice what we just went through here? Because there was no circumstances that you could come to that would come to the logical conclusion that the Quran is true. Because the Quran validates the Bible, it excludes itself then because what we find in the Bible is in direct opposition to the very message of the Quran. So, uh, as you can see, it's very confusing. For the, for the Quran to be true, you know, the Quran says the Bible is true. But, because the Quran says the Bible is true, the Quran is false. Because the Bible stands in direct opposition. Everything that the Quran says, the Bible says no. The very central message of the Bible. So just think about that. My Muslim friends, if you're listening. <laughs> so I hope that this um, at least whetted your appetite to look into this more because you'll see what I mean. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll try to do some more episodes on this. I, I have a lot other um, episodes lined up for the podcast exclusives. Uh, I thought about doing one on Gnosticism. Uh, when I do that, I thought about doing one on uh, the lost books of the Bible, the books that the Gnostics use. I thought about doing one on um, how are Catholic, how is the Catholic Bible different from the Christian Bible or the King James Bible. Um, I thought about doing one on Christian Science. Um, these are all some that I've been studying and I have ready to go. Um, I still want to do the life of Stephen. I haven't done that yet. Um, so I have a, I have quite a few that we could do. So just let me know what you think. Uh, I hope, like I said, I hope this whetted your appetite to make you look into it even more because you'll see that just how sad it is that these people have fallen for this, this false belief this, that they call Islam. It's, it's sad. And look what's going on in the Middle East right now with that. And that's all because of Islam. They'll say, oh, the Jews. No, it's Islam. It's all Islam. This Islamic terrorism at its best. The Jews are over there. Israel is over there defending themselves. That's what's going on. So I hope that, um, you know, like I said, that this whetted your appetite a little bit. And I hope it, you know, maybe it answers some questions you might have already had. So thank you all. God bless you and keep you. I know this one was short, but I wasn't planning it to be long. So I love you all. God bless you and talk to you soon. You have been listening to Sermons in the Park with Reverend Jamie McCaskill. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. And as always, thank you for listening. There's joy for the morning. Sinner, be still. Earth has no sorrow. Heaven can't heal, earth has no sorrow, heaven can't heal.
So lay down your